Support for IPR comes from Hands in Harmony, a therapeutic healthcare facility with a splash of spa and a team of holistic healers to help in the quest for health, harmony, and happiness. Cedar Rapids and Mount Vernon. Classes, massage, and more at myhih.com. Today is Friday. It is the 9th of September. This is your first from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. The latest enrollment numbers from Iowa's public universities show that two of the three have fewer students this fall. IPR's Grant Gerlock tells us that in the case of Iowa State University, that is set against an increase in new college students. Iowa State counted just under 30,000 total students this fall. That makes a six-year trend of declining enrollment in Ames. But Laura Doring, the Associate Vice President of Enrollment Management, notes that the decrease coming into 2022 is smaller than recent years. And in a positive sign, the first-year class grew. With new first-year enrollment up 13% over the last two years, um, you know, there's an indication that, that really our recruitment, our financial aid strategies, they're working. Total enrollment at the University of Northern Iowa came in at just under 9,000, a decrease of 3%. At the University of Iowa, overall enrollment grew slightly to just over 30,000. The first-year class at the U of I is the third largest ever. A year-long partnership begins today for students and faculty from the University of Iowa and the city of Clinton. They'll begin working on a variety of projects as part of the Iowa Initiative for Sustainable Communities. Director Travis Krauss says the university's community engagement program began 12 years ago so faculty and students could leave the classroom and do real-world projects. We will be working with the Clinton community on a housing needs assessment and the policy and programming that follows um, the information that you learn through the assessment piece. The 15 to 20 projects in Clinton will include public art, community marketing, local history, help for the homeless, and downtown revitalization. The Iowa Migrant Movement for Justice and the Drake Legal Clinic are working to help Afghan parolees gain a more permanent legal status in the United States. As IPR's Kendall Crawford explains, many of those who arrived after the country's fall to the Taliban are in immigration limbo. Their humanitarian parole status is set to expire in about a year from now. And legal director at Iowa MMJ, Ann Nafir, says many of the Afghans in the state still don't have a clear path to residency. We have Afghans who were paroled in, who were airlifted in from Kabul, who have parole, but may not qualify for any of the other programs that are available to Afghans right now. I mean, we face the possibility of Afghan evacuees becoming undocumented at some point. That's why the organization is hosting monthly clinics to help parolees apply for temporary protected status at no charge. She says it's been a challenge to find the legal resources for the influx of evacuees without any additional funding. The clinics, which begin tomorrow, will help ensure no one falls through the cracks. The police chief of a small Iowa town west of Des Moines was suspended in the midst of a criminal investigation for firearms charges. KCCI-TV reports agents from the FBI and Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives executed search warrants on August 31st at the City Hall office of Adair Police Chief Brad Went and the gun stores he owns. Adair is a town of about 800 people, about 56 miles west of Des Moines. KCCI reports Went is on a paid leave of absence. And Polk County Democrats have dropped Hy-Vee as the caterer for this year's Steak Fry fundraiser, and politics are a part of that reason. Axios Des Moines reports Hy-Vee's political action committee has overwhelmingly supported Republican candidates since 2010. 
The steak fry began more than 40 years ago as a fundraiser for former U.S. Senator Tom Harkin and the Iowa Democratic Party. Polk County Democrats resurrected the event in 2017 after a few years off. Hy-Vee had catered the event since at least 1992. Orchestrate Management agreed to match Hy-Vee as the lowest bidder this year. That company operates restaurants in the Des Moines metro, including Centro and Bubba. It's here first. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. The latest round of COVID-19 booster shots are starting to go in Iowans' arms starting this week. Here to give us details on how it's going is IPR health reporter Natalie Krebs. Hello, Natalie. Hi, Clay. So what do people need to know about this latest booster that they've been hearing so much about? Yeah, the newest booster doses are available from Moderna and Pfizer, so they're mRNA vaccines. Federal officials signed off on them last week. The Moderna shot is authorized for those 18 and older. The Pfizer shot is authorized for those 12 and older. So this new booster shot is different from the previous mRNA booster shots, and that is bivalent. This means it offers protection against two different strains of the coronavirus, that original strain that the other versions of the COVID shots cover, and the Omicron variant that's currently the dominant strain circulating in the state. All right. So then just as far as timeline goes, when should people be getting this new shot? Right. The feds have authorized those 12 and older to get this new booster at least two months after they received their last dose of a COVID-19 vaccination. So this can be any COVID vaccination. You don't need to have previously received a Pfizer or Moderna COVID vaccination or booster to get this new mRNA booster shot. But experts say there are circumstances where people might want to wait a little longer than that to that two-month period. Um, Dr. Leah Veach is an infectious disease specialist with Unity Point. She says people who have had another recent booster shot or COVID infection may want to wait three months past those events for optimal protection. It's also true that the chance of a side effect may be slightly less with a longer interval realize that side effects from these vaccines in general are minimal and and very short in duration. Dr. Veach says Iowans who aren't certain of timing for their particular situations for this booster will just want to consult with their doctors. At the same time, you've reported this week that COVID cases and hospitalizations are trending down in general uh, in, in Iowa and across the country. Why should people get the new booster? Right. The biggest reason is that it's the first COVID shot that offers protection against that Omicron variant, which could make it even more effective. These COVID mRNA vaccinations have been available for more than a year now, and data show they're very effective in preventing serious illness and hospitalizations from a COVID infection and that they're safe. So we're headed into respiratory virus season. COVID cases are expected to increase as the weather gets colder, and experts say getting the shot soon will allow your immune system to be boosted in time for winter. So according to CDC data, Iowans haven't been great about getting vaccinated and boosted. 63% of Iowans are fully vaccinated, meaning they've received that initial series of shots. However, just 55% of those who got fully vaccinated went on to get that first recommended booster dose last year. So that number really dropped off. At the same time, this new COVID booster is coming out while seasonal flu vaccinations are as well. What does that say about the possibility of COVID boosters occurring annually, just kind of going forward? 
Yeah, the release of this new booster does align with the timing of the seasonal flu shot. This was a strategic move by the feds. Hospital providers like Dr. Mike Brownlee, the chief pharmacy officer at the University of Iowa Hospitals and Clinics, says this timing is helpful because they can push both shots at once. And he says it's likely we'll be looking at an annual COVID booster shot, much like that flu shot, going forward. I know that the CDC and other experts have talked about that this is looking to be more like a yearly process or a yearly booster like we do with the flu. We look at the data uh, from uh, other areas, and as things are trending over the year, we create a more specific uh, booster, just like we do with the flu, that that has strains that we believe are going to be covered by the booster, uh, and that that will help protect um, our families, ourselves, and our communities. Dr. Brownlee also stresses that this new booster is the best booster right now, so even if you did not get the previous recommended booster shots, this new bivalent booster is what you should be getting now. IPR health reporter Natalie Krebs, thank you. Thanks, Clay. This is Here First, a podcast from IPR News. You can find it wherever you subscribe to them. I'm Clay Masters.